to Charlie Nothing! Get me six! in the wire zips in the wire it is the malcolm go podcast october 4th 2017 a somber october 4th after a blowout in my eyes a blowout loss to the goddamn carolina panthers uh it's tony Loconte again back with tyler trainer my second mic what's going on tone and back again my good friend vince from the west coast Rumors of my death have not been exaggerated. I am a dead person. Back again. Well, you, you look good for a dead person. Pretty. I don't feel good, Tom. Here. I don't good feel color good. color in the face. I thought that was a great uh, opening. A little platoon action where they're taking bombs all over the place. Uh, looked like our secondary back there going... <laughs> bombs away on the secondary right now. What the fuck was that? I'm so happy I... I um, that wasn't my game to go to because what a fucking disaster it was. That would have been a rough drive home. It was ugly. I mean, offense, of course, star-studded, just looked legendary as usual. Fucking defense. I can't watch them anymore. It's not even fun to watch. It's just a slow bleed the whole time. You can't. What did they force? One punt the whole game? And it's just like the the turnover was just a horrible throw. It was a gift. It was a Christmas present. The fumble was a Christmas present. We didn't do anything right. So, can't like, you can't like... take any positives away from the d- defense on that. Whatsoever. Yeah, Cam didn't even look like he could throw the ball that well. looked like his shoulder was, like, kind of sore. He didn't look great. He didn't look. It was just people were so open. that it was, Nobody could have missed those throws. I was. I'm not even joking. They were so open that when Cam Newton threw the ball. And, you know, it went off screen for a second. I, like, exhaled if a, a human, a Patriots human being was within fucking eight yards of him. Like, there were so many times where he was just throwing the ball and guys were wide open. Like, they were playing in the fucking backyard. Uh, I, two verse one. Like, there was no reason for these guys to be that open. I don't even think it's going to ch- I don't think it's going to change at all. I don't know. I, I It has to. Not, you history, can't be that I, bad. I'm not willing to say that. Because it's, the, I mean, it will. I'm not saying down the road. I'm saying for the tomorrow. next three games. I don't think because he he's forcing them to play the zone. You're a negative, Nelly, and I don't care. Really, no it. one knows how to play zone on that team. They, no one can do it, and they keep sticking. I think he's going to make them do it until they figure out how to do it. And then lose, they do, penalize them for losing for and just continue to lose. Just penalize can, them for not knowing zone. They could man up right now and shut teams down, hundred percent. They I'm can't, not, though, because he, they run bunch coverages, and that's what – I mean, they're running bunched receivers, and that's what's beating them constantly because you're supposed to be able to switch off on guys. Stephon Gilmore does not understand the concept of switching off a guy. He follows the same – I watched the, the film like three times. There were so many times when he's giving the communication like, hey, you got that guy. I'll take him, and then he just follows the other guy. 
It'd make no sense did, whatsoever. Did you see that one picture Thornton posted where everybody's it was the end of the play? Everybody's just looking at him like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> you don't get this, do you? I I gave it. I gave him a little bit because he had a he had to shake off the Buffalo Billness a little bit out of it, but it's just not happening. It's now week four. He's fucked up no less than twenty times, um, and if if it's up to me, I'm gonna go ahead and. Push the old panic button on. Good. Oh, he deserves oh, it. Yeah. Maybe even twice. This is he gets a double panic for Stefan Gilmore and yeah. his sixty-five million dollars. I tell you, who doesn't get a panic button this week. Stephen Goskowski, fifty-eight-yard field goal. No, as no, time that expires is, in the that second. That is a bright, bright spot. So, I was, you know, go through a lot of stuff on. I mean, we could talk for hours about the failures of Stefan Gilmore, but. I mean, the whole secondary really. I was, I was, I was lenient on the secondary because I figured the whole passing defense was predicated on the fact that there was zero speed at the linebacker level, which still persists. My friend Vince and Tyler still persist to this day. Yeah. But the secondary, I didn't think could be that bad. It was horrendously bad. You cannot sit here and convince me that exchanging Logan Ryan. For Stefan Gilmore made this defense a fucking middle school defense, un- not knowing how to cover whatsoever. Yeah. No, because Logan, I mean, Logan Ryan is doing what, hap- what happens when you leave the Patriots. He's doing absolutely horrible. He yeah. is like almost, I think he might be dead last. And They uh, had a weird, yeah, they had a stat yesterday where it was like Stefan Gilmore's like giving up a pass rating of like 114. And Logan Ryan's given up 146, which is near perfect. So it it wouldn't even matter. But the fact of the matter is that there's no way you exchange Logan Ryan for Stephon Gilmore and all of a sudden the entire secondary doesn't know how to play football anymore. They're, they're blowing basic football concepts. And I don't even think you can blame it on, like, the pass rush isn't that bad. It's I mean, good. It's kind of – Wise is like, he can play. That they had a fucking – there was a bad. thing online – a. Pro Football Focus had him as the third highest rated pass rush in the NFL. But if you look, but, if you look at everybody talking, it's still nonstop. The pa- no, because it's the pass rush said, truthers. That's all the, they know yeah, about defense. Like, yeah, the the yeah. non-existent pass pass rush. Now contain is a whole different. Well, that's thing. a different story. Yeah. Oh my god, that's a horse of a different color. Uh, Vince. Oh I, my god. Honestly, it's, I didn't think Roberts had a bad game. He looks. All, he looks. He shoots the wrong right. gap so often. He does, but I mean, I, at least he's hitting someone. I, he might not be able to get a girl pregnant. He he, <laughs> <laughs> he cannot find the correct hole. It's embarrassing. He it's like one of two. The running back's going to one. He always picks the wrong one oh, every mm-hmm. time. He he's like he's like ten percent. And I love Roberts. I'm a I'm a Roberts fan. I loved him coming out of college. I was like, who's this stud? He didn't look like, you know, he's short. I was like, this guy's going to be a Patriot fucking gem because nobody knew who he was. He's a fucking, like, a cannonball. But it, he just doesn't do it right. I don't understand. I mean, any team that is fucking anchored by Kyle Van Noy going wire to wire <laughs> is not a great yeah. defense. He's a goddamn I, staple. He is out there. He doesn't leave the field. I thought he had a better game, too. Better game. The linebackers played decent. Like Defensive line played it. decent. The problem was that guys were so open that literally he had no time. You had no time to go sack the quarterback because he was just throwing. He was flicking balls forty yards downfield. By the time a, a fucking Wise or Flowers or anybody got near him, and the, the the few times that they had decent coverage, he got sacked or hit. 
and it was you know whatever it is. It's it's fucking. It's rare you see like all like the linebackers, D line, and D backs put it all together on one play. It's it really like is. One it? person will make a play, and and the the rest of the, there was a guy open. Like, yeah, exactly. Got, got the sack. The, the, exactly. It didn't matter. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It was like somebody got a sack, but then they'll they'll run back the film. And there's four guys running deep in the end zone. Four guys will be covered sitting and, there, and the quarterback will just he can just roll right out of the pocket and run forty yards downfield like nothing. I, I couldn't believe how many times I watched this happen. Where nobody should ever right. You're the outside corner. You do never, you never follow a guy in that motions in because there should never be a guy that gets around and yeah. runs the vertical route because there's always going to be a guy running the vertical right route on in a zone, right? So you've got to stay there. Fucking how many times did Stefan Gilmore go in and follow the guy that was running to the inside even though every single time a guy ran to the outside? It was, it's basic fucking zone defense. You stay on the outside where you're supposed to be. You don't follow the fucking guy inside because you're not playing man. And I get his Twitter handle is Bump and Run Gilmore, but you got to play Zone Gilmore sometimes. I did like the uh, after the game. What was it, McCordy? It was like we pretty much made it as simple as it possibly can. Yeah. At this point. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is, like, which, that was a direct shot. Yeah, it really too. was direct. You're getting paid sixty-five million dollars to come here and perform. Uh, I assume better than everyone else because you're getting paid more than everyone else. So you have to be better than everyone else, or at least better than your predecessor, Logan Ryan, who I liked actually. Yeah, I didn't mind him. I like Brian. I, I mean, you should be playing up to Butler standards, right? Fighting through the plays, fighting constantly. I mean, he's he tackles. I like that he tackles. He doesn't. He's fucking... good. Like if the ball's there and he's in the position, he always makes a play in the ball. Yeah. Like he does get his hands in there, but it's like. That's what, 10% of the yeah, time he's I actually mean, next to And it's guy. not even, like, you can't even say he's bad, a bad uh, cornerback because he's never there to be the cornerback. <laughs> so if the ball's thrown to his guy, you don't even know because the guy's wide open. And you don't even know if he's fucking playing that guy. You don't, like, unless you know the defensive play call, you have no idea if Stephon Gilmore sucks because you're watching and you're like, why is that guy wide open? And then you play it back, and you see Stefan Gilmore going to cover, like, a fucking toddler on the other side of the field. Meanwhile, fucking his guy's waltzing into the end zone, shucking and jiving, because nobody knows who the fuck's got who. And that's he's so far away yeah. from... And then he'll look at, around like, who fucked up, guys? Like, I, I hate to quote uh, a friend of the program again, but Thornton said he's so far away from the scene of the crime that... You couldn't even pin yeah, it on him. You can't pin it on him because he's so far. You might as well be on the bench. There like, was, he's just not there. The, well, it's they did bench him, too, immediately yeah. in the second half. They're like, Stefan, you just don't get it. They benched him, and Eric Rowe gets hurt the first fucking play. So it wasn't yeah, like— He's always hurt, huh? He seems like he's been banged up since he's Well, he's going to miss tomorrow, so you're going to get a f- fucking heavy dose of Gilmore on the outside again against fucking Mike Evans. Wow. <laughs> Which is— Who is a little bit better than fat Kelvin Benjamin yeah. and fucking Devin Funches. Oh my god! Two guys who absolutely looked like I mean, pro world bowlers beaters. last Kelvin game. Benjamin, four catches for a hundred and four yards. That's all. Oh, that's and he could have had twelve. Yeah, he could have had twelve because just wide open catches. He was Cam Newton was just picking the first guy he could find that was wide open. I mean, there was several a bunch of times. Did you see what Cam said today uh, during a press conference? He said something about a woman. Like said, a woman asked him a, a, yeah. a football she question. A dumb question. First of all, she was like, "No, she actually didn't ask that dumb of a question." She said it was about running uh, routes or something. But right? she was like, "How, like, uh, how do you think uh, Funches is doing running these more physical routes?" 
and then getting the ball. Yeah, but if you listen to the if everybody, if you listen to if you listen to the questions in a press conference, most of them are dumb. Yeah, but Look, he could have just laughed at her and been like, "All right, you're dumb." He no, didn't but, have to say all girls. Well, but he, there's a lot of guys you should do that what he, to too. Didn't he just say that? Like, he just laughed. He was like, "I just, I'm laughing at a woman asking a question about routes." Yeah. That's what he did. But and, then I guess, and he said like, "Oh, a female." But what he should have done, spin zone. He, he has a terrible publicist. White Knight. What he should have said White is, Knight Vince at, after, it's just been like, I think it's great now. I, this is new, like, that you have these female reporters asking He wasn't thinking. Well, no, no, no. He's not thinking like that. No, I know. I know he's not. <laughs> that's problem. Did you see what happened no, right but, after? Uh, but she went back and had a conversation with him and he said about it was him worse. And she goes, it got worse. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's why you hire said, a publicist. listen, you white bitch. Uh, Nobody fucking... He said, listen, you white bitch, you don't know shit about football. Yeah. Why are you asking me questions? But, but th- that's deal. why you hire Niggas a publicist. <laughs> to turn Hey, where are the white women nothing. at? Uh, it's the same with dealing with fucking guys who just go to media school to become like a football analyst. And they don't even like football. Well, they he just doesn't get know. The, All he, he dresses so he like fucking steampunk, like the movie Wild Wild West for fucking uh, with Will Smith. He dresses like with fucking yeah. chimney hats. Nobody knows what the fuck he's doing. Anyway, he's a fucking crazy person. Yeah. He did the he black powered us in the end zone. That really fired me up, to be honest. Well, when he scored a touchdown, when he scored a touchdown, he did the black power fist. Well, he's going to take a beating in the media this week because he did not handle this right at all. And uh, the the fact that he could have spun it to say, "Oh yeah, I just you know, it's good that we get we're getting asked these questions by females now." But I'm just not used to it, and it's it's, I think it's good. A little bit. I think everybody's a little bit fucking touchy about everything. Yeah, like, who cares? It's not like, that big a deal. Like, oh, a woman no, said I, something. I, I, woman, I don't get. Better, I wasn't offended like, by it, but I'm just. You should have went like, well, I think it's kind of weird that you're a black quarterback, but that's just me. Yeah, <laughs> no. But that's he, in the past. He has responded that way to those type of, types of questions. Like, can a black quarterback like keep Succeed. pace with like? How complex uh, NFL offense is, and what? that's been news. When people he's have like, asked him that question, well, that stuff has come up. Like, can it. a black quarterback do it? And he's been very outspoken what? about it. That's so to done. no, but to, for him Who would to ask that? oh, people do like Jesus. that. Uh, David Duke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's been outspoken yeah. about Super Bowl. Not outspoken. Best. He's just spoken up, saying, "Yeah, black quarterbacks can absolutely, well, obviously, yeah. play like, everything in, intellectually, handle an NFL playbook." Yeah. But what he did is doesn't well, look in, good. Up until him, well, not really up until him, but it was like Warren Moon was like the best well, one McNabb that could throw. McNabb could throw. Steve McNair won a Super Bowl. It was, yeah, it was like you know, it was like a handful. So like when he but came in, he was like elite at everything. Now he's kind of a yeah. Cult. But I'm just saying, if you, if it's like Culpepper and McNabb, run through a motherfucker face. Now it's pretty calm. Like, it's not really even a thing anymore. No, it's not. If it, there's more um, black quarterbacks in the league than. It's probably 50-50 uh, right now. Yeah, it's probably close. A little bit less than that. Yeah, yeah. but if you're standing up for a group of people that's per- being persecuted, like you can't persecute. This is a very, this is a very California persecu- conversation. You can't for persecute us, the woman for asking a decent question. I, I mean, a that normal a question. It was, a, it was normal in the sense that all these questions are dumb, but it was a dumb question. Look, I don't give a shit. I'm just saying it's not good PR for him. It's and I don't PR, care because I'm, I'm not a Cam Newton fan, but... Tom Brady would never say that. No, Cam. Tom, Tom Brady penalized a reporter this week for a false. Yeah, Tom stop. Brady could do that. Tom Brady could do that. He would never. He would never insinuate a woman doesn't know her football. No, he'd just he'd, he'd look at her. He'd and reward he'd, her. She'd slide off her chair, and fucking be too. Uh, 
I don't want to say moist, but you know, he, whatever. Yeah, I'm I don't like I don't that. Know, we don't need he, to talk like this. <laughs> Tom Brady could have had this said the same exact thing, and she would have been like dazzled. Did by you see him. his eyes? Yeah. Did, did just, I saw you at the Met Ball, Tom. Uh, you looked great. What was that? Was that Tom Ford? Um, so anyway, back to Stefan Gilmore. Um, I don't like that he blames other secondary players. I, I, you know, he did it when he uh, when he got burned by Chris Hogan in Buffalo. And uh, they were writing about it in Buff, like Buffalo News, which, by the way, they're like dancing on the Patriots' graves because they ha- they're three and one. They it's, they don't I, I, they haven't lost the Rex Ryan in them yet. Yeah, because that's exactly a Rex Ryan thing to do is be like, oh, we're in first place, three and yeah. one. I don't blame Jets fans and Buffalo fans for having fun right now. They should they should they, gotta, they should enjoy it. They, it's, this isn't the first realize time. It's, it's gonna come to no, they, but they know that. But <laughs> they they're can, just let them have their fun. The Pats are gonna win the division. They know that, yeah. but it's just like let them have their fun. I it just I uh, the one thing that bothers me. They can dance on the Patriots' graves all they want because it's happened before, and then the Patriots come back and smash them, and it's going to be the same thing it's been for the last seventeen years. Um, but fucking the one thing that does get me is Gilmore's emotion. Right, the secondary plays like especially Butler's like got a certain swagger. McCordy, Chung, all got this fucking swagger to him. And Stefan Gilmore kind of just like kind of waves through the like crowd. He doesn't have like he doesn't have an emotion face. He's not fired up. He's not fucking mad. He's not happy. He's not smiling. He's just a he's just a rich guy playing cornerback. Basically, it doesn't look like anything to me. I've he's seen a- him do the uh, that fucking arms crossed like fucking head back look after he, after he's done. But uh, he doesn't really. He's like, got to earn those. He's got to earn. He's got to earn a celebration. Week one. Yeah, maybe been, the first week yeah. you can fucking celebrate. But he's been just – it's just been bad. It's Atrocious. Been bad. Um, two hands to the face call. I thought they were ticky-tack. That fucking – The first crew. one was definitely ticky-tack. The second one – Calling that at that part I, of the game. That I, thought it, I thought it was pretty bad. I really thought both of them were bad. On the, on the, almost worse I, was – I thought the worst call of the game was that fucking call on Gronk. It was the worst call of the game, but then they gave him gave it back yeah, to him yeah. the next play. They made up, because so I didn't. Wasn't he too bad. didn't even extend his arm. They call it pass interference on him, and then the next play, he's getting like kind of tackled, and he wouldn't have caught the ball anyway. But they called pass interference on the defense. Oh, so it was like, kind of like a launch his arms. Yeah, up and his head back. Then he celebrated it yeah. like he fucking yeah. like he won. I don't I don't know, but it was just that that crew apparently is a is four times or three times more likely to call a penalty on the Patriots than anyone else. Jerome Boger. Holding, holding yeah. onto defense. Did you the worst? Actually, I want the worst call of the day was defensive holding on Patrick Chung oh, when he's trying right. to get around the guy and pulls the guy by his helmet on a run play. The guy's trying to run block him, and they he fucking gets called for defensive holding on the opposite side of the field too. That was bad. That, that, that would extend. The- that extended yeah. the fucking uh, drive. It was third down. It was over. all that being said, though, I refuse to like even talk about the refs i mean we didn't deserve to even no they didn't deserve close. to win the, the only, only reason... time we des- the only reason we were even in the game is because tom brady is like perfect right now yeah. he's unbelievable think about it this way too is this team has played three of the top five defenses in the nfl right at least chiefs panthers texans all top they're if not top five, top ten defenses. Yeah, because the only other one I can think of you throw in there is Denver. Seattle. Like, that's Seattle. probably the top five Seattle's, defenses. Yeah. 
Sale's not great anymore, but they're still a good defense. So those are probably the five best defenses. You played three of them. Carolina was rated number one, albeit through three weeks. Last year's number one was the Texans. They were great. The Chiefs' defense is great. It's ridiculous. And they fucking put up, what, 35 points on all of them? The problem is if the defense is average on this Patriots team, they're 4-0 right now. If they're average. Yeah. Yeah. We're – if we are extremely lucky to be two and two. Yeah, it's so lucky. You should be one and three. Yeah, yeah. definitely should yeah. be. Not zero oh and four, but you should be one and three right now. And if you again, if this defense wasn't historically bad, you're four and zero. Even oh. this game was it was bad, but they I thought the Pats were going to win coming down the stretch. They should have won. Had fucking if Stephon Gilmore didn't do hands to the face, that was a punt, and Tom Brady wasn't getting stopped. And they were kicking a field goal, and that game's over. I mean, it's yeah. it's not really that. I mean, they don't look like the Patriots, but they're still. Fucking they're they're a dumb penalty away from being three and one. They're a they're a shitty you know they're a great comeback away from being one and three basically. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, that's so it's it, it, it's it's one way or the other. You're either one and three or the only game they should have won outright was New was against New Orleans, which they did. So they should have lost. They should really be zero and three at home, which yeah. is fucking insane. Well. It used to be impossible. It didn't matter what you... You could have been the greatest team on earth. You come in, the Patriots are going to fight you to the end and win. Never lose. Maybe, you know, once a year they'll lose. But how many times did they go 8-0 at home in Belichick, Brady era? Like, 50% of the time? It puts them in a tough spot, too, because now... You have to win Every team that coming in, too, is like... It's not too hard to win here. They were yeah. like, yeah, we, you know, it's just not that it's losing that aura now that, hey, these teams can do it. Cam did it. That, that Like, the Panthers aren't that great. They're not good they're at solid, all. They're they were terrible. Good, they yeah. were in the Super Bowl two years ago, but they weren't great last year. Their but, offense has been, uh, like, so bad. They don't and have luckily, anybody. though, like, Miami might be the worst team in the league. Like, Jay Cutler is going to yeah. drive that team into the ground. They <laughs> really? fucking hate him. I loved his uh, when they played the oh wi- when they did the wildcat. He looked like he was watching from the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. He was just sitting there. He just stood up and like literally had his hand on his hips and didn't move. You it know, literally looked like he was just watching from on the other side of the white lines or like on the fucking first row of the, f- the stands drinking beer. Because you know in his head too, he's just move. like this fucking dumb offensive cool. run the wildcat. Like, you know, Jay, you got Jay Cutler. You, you got Jay Cutler. You brought me out of retirement <laughs> to run a goddamn wildcat. Coach, have you seen this arm? <laughs> Whoa, I don't play defense. <laughs> That's Stefan Gilmore. Um, so, with all, with, you know, with all this being said and how much, you know, he sucks and anybody sucks and he sucks and Van Noy sucks and fucking Alan Branch sucks, it's the defense. I've seen this happen so many times. It there There hasn't been a fucking Patriot legend on that defense that at one point fans and media were saying was a fucking bum and sucked. Yeah. So every single person, I remember a day in like Hightower's second year when people were like, why the fuck is Dante Hightower on the field? He's terrible. He shouldn't even be on the team. I remember days like that. And now he's an irreplaceable part of the defense. Devin McCourty, same thing. I don't remember like anybody on like, as far as the line goes, I don't remember like Nink. I don't remember anybody. They hate the trash Ninkovich. You don't remember. I don't remember one? that. You know like, people uh, trashing. Well, McCordy was a bad one. His second McCourty year when they switched from like zone to man, he just terrible. Was terrible. I know this is man. premature, but like Shane McClellan, 
like well, absolutely got buried and now we're like dying for him to come back. <laughs> absolutely like i'm like where's Sh-? every day i wake up i check is shane mcclellan like alive she's, she's gotta be fine he's good he's good he'll come back and save us no problem yeah. he's, uh, cyrus jones is around the corner from being a <laughs> she, breakout fucking Cy- i'm longing for the days of cyrus jones fumbling fucking unbelievable uh, i'm not ready to i'm but, not at that point no but <laughs> it's but it's every single play like legendary players Brewski, fucking McGinnis, all these players were once called fucking bums that can't make the team, shouldn't be on the team. And, like, McGinnis was put on waivers, his fucking, and he could have got picked up by the Texans in their fucking expansion year. That's how bad people thought he was. I think that's just including life. Including the staff. That's just life when you have a seat at the table, though. Yeah. I mean, it's... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were... Oh, yeah. Starting defense. Place at the table. What? But that's what it is. So you're going to get trashed. You're going to get smashed. The way you turn it around is how you fucking endear yourself to the fans and fucking become a part of Patriots lore and become a, a fucking performer on this team. I mean, no, it's early, but even the first couple games of this year, people were like, is something wrong with Malcolm Butler? It's like the, the whole time. They were really ready to fucking. They were like, well, you know what? Cut him. Fuck it. We got Gilmore. I'm kind of getting nervous to the point I'm where Gilmore is going to fucking have to take over next year when Butler leaves because I don't think Butler's coming back. Well, Butler, I mean, he, he, he showed us something. Good. He showed us something in uh, New Orleans, and then he had a bad game. Like too. everybody had he a bad, like 50, but like 50, he though. was, he, he was, was bad. He was in on all those balls. He just he made He's some fights. plays, but and even then, yeah, I mean, even the catch, like yeah, like, the guy. Punches had a deep catch, and he's punching, he's punching, fucking, punching. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, it's... Like, UFC's him. He's on top of these guys punching for the ball while Gilmore's just standing He almost watching. had that pick, too, and then... Um, who's he that? Did wa- get the, he got the pick, He right? got the pick, but... No, no, but he almost had another pick, oh, yeah. and then... Uh, who was that? Was that Bunches? Like, knocked it out, like, yeah. made a good play. Oh, right, down the field. Yeah. And see, and Butler made a good play, but even still, like, remember that play where he left his responsibility to double on his interception? There was that screen pass. Butler saw that Funchess was a decoy, followed the deep route as a double. Cam Newton stupidly threw it to the double. Butler picked it off. So Butler can make those reads where Gilmore hasn't shown the ability to make any of these reads. Um, the thing is, Gilmore, it's, it, it, it gets me, is it's happened twice this year. Uh, both of them have played. Maybe this is the only reason is because both of them played in the AFC East, but the Patriots signed both Stefan Gilmore and David Harris without having interviews and bringing them in and watching film like they always do with every fucking free agent they've ever had. Uh, and especially signing someone to big money like David Harris is splash in the pan because he's a one-year, you Does know. Does he actually suit up? He didn't this week. Does like, he? Has he ever at all yet? Yeah, he's the first. Yeah, he did the first three games. He was inactive this week. Oh. But, like... Him and he's only a run guy. I can't even remember one play where he's been on the field, but sorry. Yeah, he's Keep a paying. fucking end of the game. He's like a JV, he's like the JV guy you send out there when you're getting blown out. We'll see him against. Doing. We'll see him against the Jets and the Bills and like maybe run this teams that run with no quarterback. But it's yeah. weird. Like, can he chase down a fast run? Like, that would no. definitely couldn't chase down. Hard. I don't know because he was good with the fucking Jets. So why can't he play for the Patriots and fucking make an impact? And he's gonna have to because Landon Roberts got hurt. He's gonna have to play tomorrow. The Jets. The Jets tried to sell Hightower on coming to the Jets to play with Harris. Yeah. It's like, and he's just well, the, he's on a milk carton. Yeah, he can't even fucking see him. Um. 
anyway, but Stefan Gilmore, I mean, he, you, he, Belichick and Casario saw something in him enough to the point where they were like, let's throw this shitload of money at this guy without even having to bring him in. They've what? seen him so much, though. That's what I mean. And they've fucking dominated him ever since he came in the league. That's what I don't get is Bill, Belichick and McDaniels and Brady have eaten up Buffalo Bill secondaries for decades. And you go out and sign one of the, their players, like not even like a role player. Like you want him to be your feature in the secondary with this big money. Um, I don't know. I mean, is it, 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 it almost reeks of Adelius Thomas starting Adelius Thomas. Like, I don't think he's a cancer in the locker room, but he's, I mean, he's kind of looking like an early bust already. I mean, he's got to turn it around. But I like I said, everyone's been called a bust. Everyone's been called a bum on the secondary and, and the defense in, over the last 20 years. There's always a chance to fucking... And you said week six it, for it to wash off. The billness. Yeah, at least. Come, I mean, Come November, though, I'm telling you, they're going to be locking up man-to-man. Gilmore's going to be like, oh, this guy might be an all-pro this year. Like, it's Butler and Gilmore on the outside are going to be ridiculous. And we're going to be laughing about it. But yeah. it's not, it's, they play man-to-man concepts all the time. And they, like I said, they're following, he's following the wrong guys. You can't – man-to-man isn't strictly you're on him, I'm yeah. on him. I mean, if they do crossing routes, you've got to switch so that the secondary doesn't fucking, you know, pick themselves. They – Otherwise, you're you're getting pick routed constantly. So Gilmore and like whoever's on the inside in the in the, in the slot have to figure out where the pick's coming from, and then they make the switch. He has shown zero ability to do that, even though he's this man corner. I mean, he's not Darrell Revis, where you can just put him on a guy and eliminate him from the game. Yeah, I mean, normally, and, and I'm with you guys. It's like I'm not ready to hit the panic button on the season. I think they'll. They'll shape it up, but... Oh, did you say you weren't ready to hit it? I'm no. not ready, but it is, like, they are dead last. Yards... By far, by though. By dead last, and by miles. And it's hard to imagine that they'll be able to turn it around to the point where they're not better than middle-of-the-road defense. That's okay. You can be middle... They've won middle-of-the-road. They went to the Super Bowl with a dead-last defense before. 2011... They had given up more yards, which is showing you how bad this defense is. I think 2011 defense gave up like 450 yards a game. The Patriots are giving up like 480 or something right now, 2017 version, Uh, with way better players, by the way. The 2011 defense, secondary-wise, was an atrocity. Uh, You had fucking uh, Patrick Chung before he learned how to play. Devin McCourty, I was... Was Devin McCourty the best corner? All I remember was Sterling Moore was playing. There was fucking... Uh, was this Sean Spring? Is he still around? Who knows? I fucking don't That's even remember. I, I, I don't even remember. They made the Super Bowl, though, and they had the worst secondary in, on the planet Earth. Um, but I, they just, I just don't understand how you can have so many guys wide open, but I don't want to beat it to death. Whatever. But the, 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 they've never given up. They've never been this bad. They, uh, I don't want to get down to statistics and all shit, but they've given up more yards, more points, more everything per drive than they have ever done. And um, I think it's just they have a slow and inexperienced defensive line. Uh, Alan Branch is not – he got paid and is not performing whatsoever to his capabilities. Um, Malcolm Brown's playing below his level. I mean, all the rest of the guys are fucking basically rookies that are fucking learning on the fly. I mean, Dietrich Wise and Trey Flowers are your best defensive linemen right now. 
Wise was supposed to be an afterthought, and he's like your best defensive lineman. Malcolm I haven't. Brown. Oh, sorry. I haven't been able to compliment you on that because it was like week two. I forget who was in. You were like, I'd like to see Dietrich Wise come in, and yeah. he's been like the one thing that I'm like, ah, this guy can fucking play. He can really it's, play. I think that was after the Chiefs game. Yeah, you said him. like you want to see Dietrich Wise, and he's come in and been like dominating, awesome the, from the uh, inside, and then. Malcolm Brown, though, he is the most unintimidating defensive lineman I've ever seen in my life. Like, he has this, like, baggy shirt on all the time. He just looks, like, all pudgy and just, like... He's a space eater. You just want to hang out with him. Like, he just he's looks just, like... He's not a... He's not a... He's like a... I think people expected him to come in because he, 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 he came to the Patriots in the exact same circumstances as, like, Vince Wilfork. Like, he was supposed to be a high, like, top 15 pick, and he slid down to the Patriots, and, you know, people passed on him. And he was supposed to be that guy. He was like a married guy, young married guy with kids. And he was exactly like Will Fork, but he's not anything like Will Fork. I mean, he's a good player, but he's not hes not a fucking all he's pro. He's not like fiercer. Like he just, he's solid, but he just, I don't know. Some, he's just like a, he's just like one of those classic, just big kind of guy. Like you'd feel like he'd be like a fun bouncer to hang out with at a bar. I want to bring up that I just I just choked on Vince's secondhand vape smoke. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm getting vape cancer in my throat, which we should you should be vape shamed for for being on the podcast. And they and took vaping. away when I when I drove back from Western Mass, I had to turn in my uh, pipe, like the little tobacco pipe. They just confiscate it when you drive into the city limits. That's what, we, that's what we smoke. That's what we smoke out there. What do you mean you drive? This like city? corn cob pipe. Oh, I get it. I didn't know what you were talking about. I got because he was uh, he was out west hanging with the locals on the Appalachian Trail. Um, so, I mean, you get the slow and inexperienced D line. You got slow and inexperienced linebackers. I mean, you got fucking Landon Roberts was fucking OK. And he blew, he, you know, hurt his knee last week. He's not going to play. So now you got Van Noy, and then you got Hightower as your greatest player, right, in the, on the defense. And he, you know, he's not able to control these fucking guys. Um, Van Noy. Then they had Marquise Flowers, who I thought was probably the best linebacker on the field for, like, the three plays he had. They traded for him a week before the game, the, the, the season started. Him, Cassius Marsh, all these guys have been on the defense for, like, three weeks, and, and they're playing significant snaps. It's just it wasn't supposed to go this way. You, it almost makes you think, what were people thinking when they were saying they were going to be undefeated? It, oh, my God. It wasn't, although we never said that. I never thought they would go undefeated. I said, if they make a run at it, that'd be cool. But I can't handle another fucking situation where they, you know, where I, it's so stressful. But it's even more stressful watching them fucking just walk down the field on you constantly. I think they forced like four punts the whole season. Oh my God. I just there's not that many good teams though in the league. There like, really the there's teams, enough. Like, there's the enough. Chiefs, the Chiefs in just Denver takes one. We're gonna get yeah. the the other whatever. We're gonna get a bye in the playoffs. Uh, the Chiefs I'm not Denver, ready to say I, that. I'm not who either. Else, I mean, who else is gonna get it? Well, there's no other team. There's no team in the AFC South that's good. There's no team. The Texans in the, are good. They're okay. No. They're not that good though. They're not gonna be. You know, thirteen and three or whatever. There's so, no team in the AFC East, and there's no team. I don't that, think we are. No, maybe I think Pittsburgh. The Raiders, the, the Raiders, the Raiders, the Chiefs, and Raiders. the Steelers will get. Well, Chiefs and the Steelers will probably get it. Well, Denver is really good. Denver's okay, but I mean, the Chiefs and the Steelers will be the bye weeks right now. Patriots will be a fucking three or four seed. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't see the Steelers. I don't think the Steelers' defense is that good. I don't think their anymore. offense is that good either. They got fucking beat by the Bears. They're not mm. a great team. I'm, there's not a, any great teams right now. The Chiefs are the best team in the league, and they— Denver looks real. Yeah, well, I don't know why you're so fucking hung up on Dude. Denver. They're fucking not great. They, Dude, they, they can run the ball. Their defense is—it's, it, like, impossible to win at Denver. Do you think Trevor Simeon's going to win a You're Super getting Bowl? caught up on the pass. Yes. I think Trevor You're Simeon getting caught up good. in playoff pass. Tre- he thinks Trevor Simeon's going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think he's going I think he's good though. I think he could he's, he's gonna not beat the good. Patriots easily in a playoff game. I'm not worried about Denver. Maybe in the playoffs all. at Denver, maybe. But I am I will say this upcoming game is I haven't felt this level of like I'm just not confident. To the point where I'm trying to think of. I was shocked at the. This spread. is the new. This is the on, on to Cincinnati level for me. Oh, on to Cincinnati. I, this is it. This is my tipping point. This is my on to Cincinnati. 100%. I don't think this week should be your tipping point. I think you need to bump it back because no way it is. This is I'm it. telling you, you think this defense turn around and win by like 30 points. This, this defense is an 30, abomination. But I think the defense is going to. I think the defense is saying all the right things, and I think they're doing all the right things behind the scenes right now to get this thing. I think the short week is helping them because it's all walkthroughs. It's all going to be fucking film sessions. They're not hitting each other. They're not running the plays. They're going to say, you got to, Stefan, look, you've, this is how defense is played at, in football. Because we're going to start from the beginning. Look, you fucking cover this guy when he comes out here. You cover this guy when he comes over here. And that's it. You have to fuck. They're going to be able, I'm telling you, this t- defense is so pissed off. Hightower's fired up. The leaders of the defense are fired up. They're ready to fucking make a stand. This is the defense is going to shut down Jameis Winston tomorrow. And that's not shut I, down. I'm gonna say, but they're gonna put up. They're gonna give up less than five hundred well, yards. I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> gonna give up le- I'm not gonna say. That, I'm not gonna say that they're gonna be all of a sudden as good as they were last year. But they're gonna give up like low twenties this week. I'm telling you, low twenties, and they're gonna be able to play. You know they're gonna win this game handily because I just think this is the on to Cincinnati moment. I think Belichick is bullshit. I watch fucking. Patriots All Access before we got on this podcast. <laughs> it was on tonight. Zolex asking him questions, and Belichick was bullshit. He was just looking at him like, you don't think I know this? You don't think that I know the defense sucks? He's like, he every single segment Belichick was on was like three minutes long because he was just, he wouldn't he wouldn't go into detail. He was just wanted to get back into the fucking film room and get this defense right. You do know that Belichick is stirring something up right now that's going to – you just know. He's fucking getting – he's pushing the right buttons on that team. He, he'll figure it out. But You just – I just don't think you can fix this level stupid. of incompetence Not this week. in four days. You can't fix and, stupid. And right now the thing is, like, we have the worst defense in the league and the best offense in the league, but I don't think that – that's right. I don't think we have the best offense in the league by a long shot. We just have the best quarterback yeah. in the league who is literally you know, scoring carrying the team. But Our offense doesn't seem like it's unstoppable. All it's time. not like that, we have drive. We'll have, we have periods where we'll go like four straight drives going like three. Yeah. Down. I mean, it's, it's just Brady. It's being amazing, and then Amendola being making clutch catches, clutch. and then Cooks Wrong. having a good game. They but. haven't been able to. Con- they got it going a little bit this week, but they haven't consistently got the run going at all. Their power no. running game at all. Uh, you know, Deion to- Lewis flashed last week. Deion, yeah, he looked. F- that run on the outside where it looked like the guy could have – he looked like he was jogging and the guy could have tackled him, but he just was so much faster than him. It was – Yeah, I know. So it, it, it's just you need to get them involved because Brady's getting hit at like at the highest rate he's ever been hit at. He's going to – he's he's looking to break his own record in sacks, and it's all because the vertical passing game. They're holding the ball way too long. 
they have to do something to get this play action going. They have to get this. They have to change, not change the offense, but vertical passing game is such a dangerous, slippery slope because it's not going to work all the time. It's not going to work against Denver. But I think Denver. that's part of their game plan now is to be more vertical. That's all Hogan's routes. I mean, he's open all the well, time. Well, it's Cooks, he's, too. And Cooks, yeah. Gronk I mean, they're, the they're, I think that's part of the plan is that Brady's going to be throwing more deep balls, and because of that, he's going to be taking more hits. A lot more hits. Which he's got to be able to get it out early. And the fact that you're getting zero bite on play action is, is, is part of it because it's, nobody thinks they're running it because they can't run it. And, and the, uh, the offensive line can only hold fucking back. They've, I mean, they've played two of the best defensive lines in the NFL, but they can only hold him for so long. It's really three of the best, and he's been hit, he's been hit a lot, but he's got to be able to fucking – they have to go side to side. That's why Amendola is out there. I mean, Philip Dorsett. It'd be nice when Burkhead comes back, too. It'd be nice if you get all the running backs involved. I mean, anything. Doing outside routes, wheel routes, arrow routes, all these routes. Routes, routes, routes. <laughs> Cam Newton hates that word, route. <laughs> um, it's just funny. It's just funny. Female. Talking about routes. Um, so, I mean, I thought Philip Dorsett looked good when he played. I mean, I'd like to get him more involved. I mean, this, I, I don't want to spend too much time talking about the offense because that's the least of this team's problems right now. That's it's true, crazy. but I mean, it's 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 literally the team now. Like yeah, that's all we have. So like we have to talk about it a little bit because it's all we have. You would have def- every week. Like it's ridiculous that Brady's fucking forty years old in this. And game. he ha- but he has to score every single yeah. time he's on the field. And that's like that's the problem with I'm, the defense I, right now. The off the whole team. I'm no football savant by any means, but last week I was like, okay, we're fourteen down. I really do think. Brady will tie it, but I, we're still going to lose because our defense can't stop. T- can't anyway. stop it. And I saw when when I when we took that shot and tied the game, I was like, too much time on the clock. There's yeah, no way. There's literally no way they won't march down the field and get a. That field is one hundred percent the thought I've had for. I had for like four years after two thousand seven. I was like, oh, well, there's thirty eight seconds on the clock. They'll probably kick a touchback here. They'll get it at the twenty five. Two plays, they'll be down yeah. in field goal range and have 20 seconds to go. And they proved me wrong until the hands to the face. Like, yeah. we had them, and then it, the, ga- the game was over. That would have been a stolen game. Yeah. It, it, I, there's very few, I feel like, I mean, not very few, but, like, even the Texans game, I feel like they stole. They, they would have stole this Carolina yeah. game. I mean, I don't feel like they're the better team on the field yeah. right now, ever. No, but that is, a, that is a positive I think we could take is that it came down to a, a – Third, what was it? Like third, third three, third penalty. Three, and we stopped them dead, yeah. and it gave us a game. The defense came out third and three. They did their job, and it was just like it was a iffy penalty, but it was a penalty. But I mean, at least we know like the hearts there. Like but they making came one mo- making one play a game isn't going to win you anything in this league. Making they did the, they made one play against the Texans too. They stopped them on third and one and forced a field goal. That's exactly what they had to do again here. They did it. They fucked themselves. They're living on a fucking slippery slope right now, and it's just not going okay. Well, that's like as Patriot fans, we're like fucking we in our back. minds we're not used to it coming down to one play when all our biggest games like they have win. really come down to one play. And I think in our minds we're just like that's like a process that i've been going through is like when i came into the the chiefs game i'm like we're a juggernaut we cannot be beaten yeah but the truth is that like patriots just grind out super bowls like they grind them out they don't blow out they do blow out like shitty teams but 
they, they it's a working yet. progress like every single year so i think we're i'm not re- like i said i'm not ready to hit the panic button yet but it'll help hightower's back like they, they'll i don't know i think they'll be all right um but anyways sunny's sunny's making his appearance on the podcast tony's son running in and out pitter patter and all over the place some will call it distraction i thought it's a nice you know well, Sonny has been very concerned about the, the Patriots' defense, but he was talking about that before the podcast. Yeah, this is the type of riffing that you get on the Malcolm Go podcast when our leader, yeah. our fearless leader Tony, steps out for less than ten seconds. Yeah, <laughs> but like uh, we were talking about coming into this week, was the full collapse? Fucking things are <laughs> falling off the table. Yeah. It's a nightmare. <laughs> coming up, you can press the panic button on me and yeah. Vince being in the room for ten <laughs> seconds without. <laughs> animal son decides he's just gonna stay up till 10 and pitter-patter all amongst the floor i'm not a leader i'm a follower tone don't ever do that again <laughs> now who is this leader of men um so where were we anyway um i think belichick can fix his defense i i have full confidence he's got the players the mind listen do not get don't blow the vape at me again he's blow- I blew it away <laughs> from just you, you should have to wear a rainbow face. flag shirt I, with that i vape. blew it toward down Sonny. Trying to put Sonny to bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want to snooze with some of this sweet vape, Sonny? <laughs> we get hit tobacco, Sonny. By the uh, time you learn. Virginia tobacco. Whatever. I just you can't expect this team to even win ten games if Brady has to outscore every single quarterback. I mean it's gonna come back to bite you. What's gonna happen when Atlanta comes into town or Oakland we have to play or Denver? A team with a good defense or a great de- uh, a good or great defense and a good or you know, an average offense like Atlanta. When Atlanta comes and they have fucking, they already have something to fucking prove because we beat them in the Super Bowl and the whole twenty-eight to three thing. All that shit's gonna be in their face. And uh, then they come in, they have an elite offense, a uh, really ascending defense. What are they gonna beat the Patriots by twenty? The fucking Patriots. No, I don't think. I mean, they just lost the Bills. They're good, but they. I, as soon as Julio goes down, that team. That's the entire team. Right How there. is Julio? He's got oh, hurt. I think he pull, hurt his hamstring or something. Knee something. Who knows? But like even even Oakland, Denver, any team that has top of the line both both sides of the field, offense and defense. Like if they played Seattle, they'd lose by ten. If they played fucking, I don't even know who else is good. <laughs> like I, that's what I'm saying. The Cowboys. The, they're not the they're, Steelers. Yeah, the the Steelers might be a trouble. The Cowboys. Would be trouble. Can you imagine playing the Steelers the receivers sucks. right now? Can you imagine playing the Seattle? Rece- I mean the uh, the the Pittsburgh receivers right now with fucking the, the the amount of anarchy in the in the secondary of this fucking Patriots team. Martavis Bryant, Antonio Brown would fucking annihilate us right now. Yeah, I don't know. Well, well, this is a good one. Mike Evans. I mean, with Tampa, they have some players. Evans is one of the best in the league. And who else do they have Sean on their team? Jackson. Oh yeah. Forgot about him. They got that guy OJ Howard from Alabama, who was like the talk oh, of yeah. the town. Um, I mean, who's your running back? Do they still have that, uh, that Doug, Doug Martin coming back from uh, suspension this week? So oh, we'll trouble. see how that happens. I mean, I the offense is good in fucking Tampa. All their great, all their good defenders are injured or out this week. Tampa? So that's gonna help you score a lot of points. Yeah, they got Levante David, Quan Alexander, T.J. Ward. All these guys are out. So. I mean, they should have no problem scoring points. It's all defense tomorrow. If the defense has got to show us something. This score is going to be... <laughs> Take the over. Yeah, the over is like 50 The over is probably 80. It's, it's like 55 or something. It's going to be like... Is it 55? Yeah, it's going to be like 35 to 48. Have the Patriots covered yet this year? 
Actually, I might the take the. I, Did they cover against the Saints? Because yeah. I think they were higher than I thought they were. Yeah, they covered against the Saints. Well, otherwise they lost and they didn't cover against Houston. So no, I know that they didn't cover against Carolina. They were nine and a half point favorites. No, you really want to take. You want to take fucking uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks team points over. That has hit every single time against the Patriots. The other team's points. Yeah, brutal. Oh, uh, is there a thing? I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm not a big gambling guy because I just know that I'd lose it all. Uh, I mean, like I said, let's not go to all doom and gloom here. But, I mean, the uh, the offense is still elite. The defense is going to pick it up. Where it's going to go, we don't know. But this is going to be a playoff team in the end. I think we all agree there. There's not, they're not going to fucking fall apart on us. The best is going to be when the Bills lose like four straight. Yeah, because <laughs> they they're all lighting cars they're... on fire in their parking lot. I was reading fucking all these Buffalo Bills things uh, the last few nights of like, well, you know, they we saw it in Stephon Gilmore. I just don't know how the great Bill Belichick didn't notice it. Uh-huh, like they're like all fucking loving this right now. Like Gilmore has never been good. I mean, we knew it. I mean, <laughs> Bill, obviously we know more than Bill. Uh-huh. We've seen him. Um, they fucking lost the car. They put 10 points up against Carolina. They stink. They're not a great offense, but we'll see. The they, the most they've scored this year is twenty five. Who Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay. Who they lose to? They had a bad loss. Didn't they get shut out by someone? They they lost to the Bengals. They 20, killed th- the Bears. Twenty three twelve. They beat the Bears. Well, that's, pre- that's preseason. Oh, well, that's still not good. Anyway, <laughs> regardless, <laughs> let's see. Twelve eight to the Jaguars. No, that's still twelve eight. They're not. Uh, they they they. Vince, back can you the, get out of the preseason? No. Twenty nine twenty nine seven. They beat the Bears. I'm sorry. Twenty nine was the most they scored. Thirty four seventeen. They lost to the Vikings. The Vikings are strong. They put up twenty five against the Giants. Suck. Yeah, the Giants. Last week. I don't know. They're they're okay. They're definitely a beatable team. It's not gonna be. Tough. They better be beatable. Just listen. I think they're just they're gonna be a fucking. They're gonna be shell shocked because the Patriots are gonna come down there. I'm just telling you, the Patriots are coming down there to fucking win. And there's gonna be Patriots fans. It's a Florida game. There's gonna be a shitload of Patriots fans there. It's gonna be almost like a home game. They're gonna come in there and they're gonna fucking play Patriots football tomorrow. I have full. Confidence in them. It's on to, on to Cincinnati, Tampa Bay. Seven year on to Cincinnati. Oh no! I and you know what? Don't, I don't, don't have the confidence. It's gonna be a hell of a story. Take it from my man Jules. It's gonna be a hell of a story. I, I have all the confidence. Like I said, the Bucks are missing key players. Um, and I just think the Patriots are gonna win this game, thirty-five twenty-one. I think they're gonna come, you know, come in there. The offense is gonna click. Offense we know is good. I mean, Gronk popped up on the injury report today with a thigh injury, which is oh yeah yeah. What is that? I don't even know what that is. A, a thigh injury. How do you get a thigh injury without hitting in in practice? Aren't they quads or hamstrings? I didn't know they're the, called thighs. Yeah, no, they're just his are thighs. He's like a chicken. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have quads. Um, but I just think the Patriots are going to win this one, thirty-five twenty-one. Let's go around the table, Vance. Refrigeration. Uh, thirty-five. All right, I'll go. I get a. My prediction is the Patriots win forty-five to thirty-eight. Jesus Christ! I couldn't even watch that game. I wouldn't even be happy with that. Um, I got twenty-five, twenty-three Patriots. Because uh, you still think tw- you think they're going to score in the mid twenties? Patriots? Oh, Patriots! Oh yeah, I think it's twenty-five, twenty-three. If the Patriots don't go over thirty, I'll buy you uh, whatever you want. Lunch. If hey, the Patriots well, don't I, go over I'm not willing to ever. I've never. Uh, made a prediction that the Patriots are going to lose. Yeah, I've I never, I, never, I don't think I ever will. <laughs> I made one, but I this is it's, my bold uh, yeah, prediction: is 
like I said, I think Tom has been literally carrying this offense. I think we're a little banged up. De- uh, offense and defense. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't think we're. I think this is the week well, we oh, don't score. Is Cannon going to be back? That's actually a big question mark. Who? Cannon. Marcus Cannon. He was, he back. was back last week. Yeah. When did he set? He was getting ago? dusted too. It was fucking Julius Peppers, age seventy, was yeah. fucking walking yeah. by him. God, I tell you what, Marcus Cannon has fucking regressed. Last year he was like all pro. The year before that he was an absolute disaster. He's like midway in between both of those years right now. Yeah, literally in the preseason we're like he's a beast. He's under- he can't be passed. He's the greatest <laughs> lineman of all time. Julius Peppers was pushing him aside like he was a fucking. Uh, I don't even know. I'm but fucking, he, he, to be fair, to be wind, fair, I friend. don't think he's 100. percent I don't think uh, High Tower is 100. percent I think they are playing. I don't at care. Like 75. Play at 75. Win at 75. Um, they're gonna win this game. I'm confident. Now I got, I got some hot take alerts because of course it was a loss. There was a lot of hot takes coming in through, in, through my social media. So let's start it up. We eat the pig and then together we burn! Burn! What you talking about, Satan? Come with me! You belong with me! Burn! Burn! Love my hot takes. Love hot take alert. All right, here we go. First one. Billy from Rivera hits me up on Twitter at Brady Disciple. He writes, this defense is unfixable and you're delusional. Well, yes, I am delusional about most things. I still think this is a fixable defense. It's week four. This is the Patriots. We play for rings. We play a marathon. We do not have our Super Bowl wins in September beating teams in the power rankings. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter to me what your power ranking is by fucking NFL.com or ESPN.com. Power rankings mean nothing to me. Your September win means nothing to me. This defense will be fixed, and it's going to start this week. Anything to add, boys? I hope he fucking falls off a step and sprains his ankle. I agree. Vance, nothing? Agree? Nothing. Disagree. I don't respond. All right. Steve from Sudbury. Uh, by email, MalcolmGoPodcast at gmail.com. says, Belichick, this is my favorite, by the way. Belichick, the GM, has fucked BB, the coach. This is, this, is literally, this. this is literally one of the worst takes in sports. Fucking five weeks ago, we're talking about how Belichick, the GM, who, by the way, isn't the GM. He's just the fucking, you know, Nick Casario is really the GM. Belichick is the advisor to the GM. Uh, he does, you know, he makes the most decisions, but Casario makes his own decisions, too. Um, Bill, we were just talking three weeks ago about how, how Bill Belichick, the GM, has once again won the off season. How he's the how he's the smartest fucking coach and GM in sports. Just because they've had four bad weeks of fucking defense does not negate the fact that he added Brandon Cooks for the fir- for a first round pick. He fucking you know persuades teams to trade him fucking draft picks constantly he outmaneuvers everybody just because they've had four bad weeks does not mean that he is a fucking bad gm and he screws himself this is the same people that whine about pass rush and weapons for tom brady the same people that were whining about him not having weapons for 15 years fucking whining about bb the gm yeah the the gm that 
went from winning a Super Bowl to winning the preseason, which is, I mean, the, the they, off season, which has never happened. I mean, they literally won the Super Bowl five games ago. Steve from Sudbury sounds like a guy who eats baby carrots and hummus during Pat's games. One hundred percent does. He leaves earlier in the games. So, yeah. I mean, let's face it, Sudbury's. Not the type of town. I didn't think we'd have a listener from Sudbury. We're going to be honest. I, I, that doesn't seem like our demo. <laughs> they might be right up there. He might be a red state guy. I doubt it. Yeah. Conservative accountant. We have Sudbury. gotten some emails from some weird places that I wouldn't think. Well, here's one, actually, that you brought Noah up. from California. No, Shout Noah. out to Noah. I, I, I like mean, Noah. I think Noah's a real douche. No, so I like I've Noah. been on the record of calling I, Noah a douche. Noah, <laughs> Noah's from he, California, he, he, and he's he, sending he, Malcolm go. Noah. He clapped back at Tyler on fucking uh, on Vi. Email. Did he? He said he Where looked you up. He said he looked you up on. Um, he looked up your comedy on the internet. I was surprised he found stinks. anything. Said it stinks. That's no. What he said. no, he didn't say. He said it was actually pretty good. And I, I, I should have sent back. I surprised you found anything. <laughs> there's, one, there's one video out there, and I don't even have my name under it because I'm embarrassed. Yeah, person, yeah, a different comic in there. I mean, you went pretty hard at him, and he complimented your comedy. Person you telling should, jokes. You should apologize to the man. Uh, I mean, we don't. Sure, we're, at, I, we're at a point where we need to gain fans, not yeah. disparage fans. We're really mad at the guy. I mean, obviously, everyone's gonna be a fan of my comedy here. Like, that's not really. I just mad about his opinions and the email. Section. I thought his opinions were strong, <laughs> quite strong. He actually sent me an email this week entitled "The Suckin' Drip, The Secondary," which I thought was pretty smart oh, on his part. That. We're getting yeah, Noah, we're, we're Noah to call in. Noah's the show. Fan of the show, Noah from Get California. No, where's Noah's email? I want to read that one. I'm not showing you any of that. Uh, I got some, some fucking uh, love mail coming in. Okay, here's Hal from Nova Scotia. Oh shit, we international, oh, nigga. Wow. I've been uh, to Halifax. Have you? Well, beautiful he, town. He nice actually people. went to my. Uh, the show's Twitter, uh, Malcolm Gopod at twitter.com. This is a, the, I saved this for last because this was the hottest burning take of the day. Ooh, my throat's dry. Um, time to trade Brady for defenders. This defense is wasting <laughs> his final years. Hell, hell, hell. Again, I got this team, for this okay. second time. I have no comment. And this team won the Super Bowl five games ago. They're starting slow. It's happened before. Everyone needs to relax. They're gonna fix it. You're not. Do you think trading the greatest quarterback of all time for a you know a top of the line defender is gonna even this team out to the point where they're unbeatable? The the only th- I, I can't even see them trading Garoppolo. For fucking a defender. It, Belichick is not going to fucking knee-jerk react like fucking shoe pee fans like Hal in Nova Scotia. <laughs> if Hal was running things, yeah, I would kill myself. Because Brady, if, can you imagine waking up Brady, and Brady's trade? Oh, Bill Belichick. Well, the trades. defense wasn't playing up to par, yeah, so we so went we, out and got J.J. Watt, but we traded Tom Brady. I and, promise you I'd jump off the Tobin. I would do it. I'd and wake no up and see that and jump off the uh, top. Uh, Everyone yeah. would agree with wow. you because I'd be right there. Fucking Hal. Hal stick, stick to fucking whatever you do up there in Nova Scotia. Lumberjack and hockey. <laughs> you know, I appreciate Hal's email here. I thought, you know, he makes a couple of good points. Like, if you get the right draft picks in the right year, you know. <laughs> it's, so, it's so beyond stupid that anyone would ever. Like, even people were doing it when Matt Castle was around. I was like, you know what? Um, you know, you'll save a bunch of bucks. You'll get a you'll get a good defense, and Matt Castle can get you there. Candy, he's still in the league. Haven't seen him do anything in twenty years. Oh, you, you miss his pick six. He came in. He threw this week when he came off the bench for. Uh, exactly. Keywords. Came off the bench. Came off the, the bench and what? Yeah, threw a pick six. The best like, thing Matt Castle pad. ever did was convince fucking Kansas City to give him a zillion dollars to be their starting oh, yeah. quarterback. Um. So how? 
No. That's a horrendous take. Um, I don't know if you were joking, if you were telling the truth, if you're serious, but you should stop watching football if you think that Tom Brady should ever be traded from any team ever, not even your fantasy team. Um, Did you see Brissett has the the worst worst QB like all stats for QB. Wow, this is bad, huh? Oof. Uh, for Oof. the entire week. Like, he's the worst quarterback in the league right now. You know you're a fucking mumbling, stuttering little fuck. You know that? <laughs> I don't know. Was, I didn't know that. But I, I, I'm rooting for I like Jacoby every though. time. If he didn't wear that dumb horseshoe on his helmet, I'd be such a Jacoby Brissett fan. The horseshoe doesn't even bother me anymore. Now that there's not the a core. redneck behind it bothers center. me to the core. Everything about that uniform it does, bothers like, me. It's so far, burns me up. It's so far removed from Never. my psyche at this point that I'm just like, there's such a dumpster fire. But we'll all, I know, but I still hate their guts. It's just the fact that people talk about like these backup quarterbacks like they mean anything. It's like, these guys aren't good. The they're little, there in case we have, just get rid of all of them and just fucking go with the quarterback. They're just have. assets. That's all a backup quarterback is. People is talk about it. Like, maybe you don't. They're unknowing assets. They're tradable fucking. They're pawns. They're like. Do you remember Pogs? It just I sounds so bad that we were talking about Jacoby Brissett, a black quarterback. <laughs> and then we go, we transition. <laughs> he sucks. We, said, you know, we can't think straight. He doesn't know offense they're whatsoever. At, I don't want to say Vince is racist. I was talking about Jimmy Garoppolo right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, whatever. No, we don't have to get into it. We're going over an hour here. We never want to do that. We only got till tomorrow to get this podcast live because the game is, again, Thursday night. Ooh. Patriots stand tall tomorrow. The fucking defense go out and fucking dominate. Give me one, one dominate fucking for this week show it to me give it to me i need it go patriots get at us at brady disciple just like hal from nova scotia get at brady disciple on twitter at malcolm go pod on twitter we're also malcolm go podcast at gmail.com that's probably the best way to reach us just like my butt my boy noah and um how and Hal from Nova Scotia. Well, he got me on Twitter. But anyway, we also have an Instagram that's rarely used. That's Malcolm Go Podcast. Uh, you guys got anything to plug? I was real close to getting a comedy down in Key West, Florida. Oof. As of last night, I had it, and then it fell through today. I like, bet it fell through. Okay. You bet it did. I don't know why, even, <laughs> why it was even brought up in the first place. <laughs> Some podcast went through. Uh, Vince, you got anything? Go Pats, go Sachems. That's it, boys. Let's go Pats. Get this W. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Oh, it's seven, eight months ago, right? All for this moment. It's about honor. It's about respect. We win this game. You're honored. Your kids are honored. Your family's honored. We are three. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. The back.
I love you. You work your ass off. You're the greatest you quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.